Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast. Episode 91, shelter in place, self-quarantine, a hostage situation if you have kids, whatever you call it, I'm assuming by now all this being at home and being with your partner full time and being with your children if you have them and all of that is starting to really suck and you are wondering how to stay sane when the world is going crazy. I'm going to give you my two big things you need to focus on, and of course, all the helpful tips to get you there today, so stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a number one Amazon best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven with over 30 years of experience helping people create connected and happy relationships. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in your relationship today. So let's get to it. Well, hello, darling. Oh, 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 oh. how you doing? Wow. I feel like every week just there's more and more, and every, not every week, every day, every minute. And you've been writing in, so I this is for you, that, uh, you know, how to really, I, I've been kind of posting, and if, if you don't follow me on social media yet, you should. I put up Instagrams all, you know, all the time, little videos on my IGTV and all that about how, you know, all these little tips and tools for how to stay sane right now and how to really not just stay sane, but thrive and feel good and come out of this on the other side better than ever. And today we're going to really get into these, the two big things you need to focus on if you want to stay sane while the world is going crazy. And, you know, we're going to get right there. And um, some of the stuff I'm going to cover today, uh, I have a weekly newsletter that goes out. And if you don't know about it, you should, because it's fabulous and fun. I really love my newsletter because I feel like I'm talking right to you every week. And some of this that I'm going to share in the beginning, I shared on my uh 
in my newsletter. And uh, then I'm going to give you more and I'm going to expand on things because obviously the newsletter <laughs> is not meant to be an hour read. It's meant to be uh, five to 10 minutes. So, uh, but if you aren't on my newsletter yet you and you want to be, I'll link to it here in the show notes. And then uh, you could always just go to the website right on the homepage and there's uh, places to sign up at the bottom of different pages, right on the homepage. Uh, if you want to get my free communication toolkit for couples, that sort of automatically puts you on the uh, email list. And as always with anything, if you don't like it, unsubscribe. I have that in big letters places. So I, I don't I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you on there if you don't want to be there. So it's really fine. Even if you just want the toolkit to then unsubscribe. I'm good. I'm all cool with it. So let's let's really talk about it here. So it, I have to tell you, in the beginnings, in the beginning of all this, my kids felt like it was a dream come true. They were so excited, you know, no school, it's vacation. I can sleep in, I can wear my, my jammies all day. I can spend hours opening and closing the refrigerator, foraging for food. That's all I see, I think, is the back of my kids' uh, heads, <laughs> the back of their bodies as they're in the refrigerator staring or the freezer staring in there. I've had to move my chocolate stash into the bedroom because I know that's what they're looking for now that they have more time at home. I do come to the office every day. Uh, I have an office very close to my house and uh, I come here to meet with clients uh, virtually because it's I don't have any I don't have a private enough place at home and really I would be distracted thinking someone could knock or come in or whatever and the, and it's too important what I'm doing and needs to really feel private and I think professional. So uh, I'm in the office. I'm fully dressed. I am not in the work mullet that everyone's, I think, doing these days where they're sort of dressed on top and have sweatpants on the bottom. I don't understand that. My clothes are comfortable. My stiletto heels are comfortable. So I'm dressed all the way every day. I, I would feel weird actually in jammy bottoms. I don't think I could focus. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic, but you, you know what I mean. So <laughs> yeah, and you might have relatives that you're staying with. I have some clients who have moved in with their in-laws to help with young children, which I, I think can be a brilliant idea. And also keep an eye on your in-laws uh, or on your uh, parents. Um, maybe, or maybe you're alone in the house. Maybe you're sheltering in place alone. Whatever it is, uh, you're definitely noticing you can't get yourself a latte when you want. You, I, I cannot believe I'm missing going to the gym. I'm shocked. We all know I hate working out, but I really do. And so, and maybe you're staring at your 401k going down, whether you'll have a job, uh, maybe you've already been furloughed. A lot of folks I know have been furloughed. How you pay your bills, again, it all starts to feel suffocating and, and like you're trapped. And your brain hates uncertainty and it hates rapid change. So uh, I'll talk about it a little later too, but remember you're running on this ancient hard wiring. So your brain equates all this with avoiding death. It, it thinks of it as, and I understand COVID-19, you could die if you catch it. Uh, obviously, the majority of people don't die when they catch it, but you could. And But I mean like imminent death, like when our ancestors, you know, a water supply would dry up or the buffalo would stop running or, you know, some horrible predator or a clan that wants to kill us all was right in our face. The, I'm talking about safety on that level. And so what happens though, is that your sympathetic nervous system, that fight, flight, or freeze kicks on and it stays 
activated in this chronic loop and your brain starts to see danger everywhere as you're in this sort of constrained atmosphere. So how do you stop this when you truly can't control what's happening in your outside world? We cannot control that right now. And it's a weird feeling. So you got to focus on what you can control. And I'm going to go over two big things to focus on and, you know, specifics about that. So the first big thing to focus on are your inputs. And I wrote about this a little, again, in my newsletter, I'm going to speak it more, uh, in more length about it right now. And I do want, I want to explain what I mean by inputs. And really I got this idea. Wow. In the late eighties, I want to say, I read a book, I think it must be the late eighties and it's called the yoga of discipline by Guru Mai of the, um, city yoga found, uh, foundation or foundation, no, school, whatever, uh, philosophy, religion, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, you know, much like Buddhism, Siddha Yoga has its own um, belief system and way of operating. And Guru Mai, she's sort of like the top of that right now. Uh, I think Baba Muktananda was before her. And, um, you know, there's gurus who are kind of, you know, spreading the word and sort of in charge, let's say. Uh, and uh, Guru Mai is amazing, this woman, and she she wrote this book, The Yoga of Discipline, that I read way back when, when I was uh, really involved in Siddha Yoga, and, which I loved and highly recommend anyone looking for spiritual growth. And I, I'll link to the book in the show notes, but basically she was talking about disciplining what you allowed in by means of what you saw, what you heard, what, you know, all of your senses, what you were allowing in. And I'll tell you that it's when I used to be sort of addicted to anything scary. I loved watching scary movies, reading scary books. Um, I, any horror book, scary book, boy, I was the first one reading it. And I stopped all that back then. I still haven't gone back to it, which is interesting. I really started to be very mindful of what I was, you know, all that activation I was having, reading all these scary things all the time and watching all these scary movies all the time, that this really wasn't for me, good for me. If you're doing it, God bless you. It's fine. Uh, I just found that I really needed to make a change in my world as I got clean and sober. And as I changed my life, I really had to change a lot of things. So the, so the first thing I want to talk about is this, this input number one is really what you see. And I, it, this is from the Stress in America survey uh, from 2019. The American Psycholog Psychological Association puts this out. And they found that over 50% of Americans want to stay informed on current events. So that's good. But say following the news is a source of stress. <laughs> and in a, in a broad sense, Americans are among, get this, the world's most stressed people. Americans, most stressed people with 55% of adults saying they uh, they experience stress during a lot of the day. And that's from a Gallup poll. And I'll link to all this in the show notes, but um, incredible. So I want you to think, are you reading the news nonstop? Are you scrolling through your Facebook feed and looking at post after post about how to stop COVID-19 or all the ineptness of our administration, you know, at least here in the United States or whatever, climate change, all the things. So I want you to think about checking in with the news once, I would say twice per day tops and keeping it as minimal as possible to stay informed. That's it. I have a friend I was talking to the other day because I get the New York Times, you know, being a New Yorker, I like my New York Times. And I have been finding it a little overwhelming because the articles are so in-depth and I spend a lot of time and I'm, you know, doing that. And uh, so I've been looking for different ways to stay informed in a more 
um, in, in a shorter way, you know, in a, a more condensed way, not a shorter way, a more condensed way. Uh, the Morning Brew, I really like. It's a, a newsletter. I guess I could link to that in the show notes too. You can sign up for and they just send you a daily kind of what you need to know in the world. It's very quick. It's it's. I think it's all meant to be read in like five minutes. And you might find that to be too little information, but, you know, find your sweet spot without driving yourself nuts. Um, the other thing is to think about what you're spending your time watching or looking at in general. So is it uplifting and positive? Are you binge watching The Tiger King? Yes, I'm full with shame. I watched it. (laughs) I felt like I needed a shower after each episode. I'm not going to lie. So I'm not saying I never let anything kind of weird or bizarre into my world, but there's one. But are you going down long rabbit holes of shows, TV shows or Netflix shows, whatever, that where there's backstabbing or egos on parade or violence, entitlement, general negativity, general showing of opulence and wealth that you don't have, you know, is that what you're watching all the time? It's really not a good idea. It's not helping you. Uh, Or maybe you're looking around your house and maybe you're focusing on all the things, all the things that have been broken forever or the mess that your kids are constantly making. Yes, I feel like I'm cleaning the kitchen 19,000 times a day. Um, I want you to think about what you're reading. You know, again, it's great to lose yourself in some great fiction novel or something like that, but be mindful of the content and how it's affecting your overall mood and disposition. I had a client the other day who uh, was sort of uh, watching, you know, like a movie with some girlfriends and it was one of those romantic flicks. And, you know, she was joking with the girls and the young women, sorry, not girls, the young women she was with. And, um, but she checked in with me later and said, you know, I actually got really triggered by that. You know, she doesn't, you know, have a relationship in her life right now. A lot of her body image stuff came up. Oh, I'd have a boyfriend if I was taller, thinner, whatever, er, more er, or less er. Uh, and she started to really have all these bad feelings because of course these romantic comedies make it just seem like, you know, thin, pretty women get the guy or they have something ridiculous, like some woman who doesn't look that way, getting some amazing guy. And you're thinking, well, that never happens that I don't know about that. Um, you know, all these things, all these things that just, end up making us question ourselves and who we are in the world. And just so even that, she was having fun with the girls, the women, they were having a good time, they were hanging out, and next thing she knows, she's really triggered into a bad place. So be mindful. Try to really be prepared. Input number two that you have to think about is what you hear. And again, we're back to our news. Are you consuming your news by listening to the radio, to radio shows? Do you have it on, the, on in the background all day? I have another client who has NPR on all day long in the background as she's doing things. And it's just, I think, too much. And I've really asked her, begged her to stop because she's having a lot of trouble battling her depression. Uh, You know, and think about even the shows themselves. What podcasts are you listening to? What radio shows, whatever, are they uplifting and positive? Do they give you hope? Do they give you tips you find effective and helpful? You know, what are you getting? Are you just listening to maybe something about The Bachelor? And I'm not interested in any of that stuff, but I know obviously America is very interested in those things and you might be and that's fine. But is it helping your life? Is it moving you forward? Is it making you feel good? And if it is, awesome, keep doing it. If it's not, 
if it puts you in a weird place or an envious place or anything, or in a place where you're judging people or um, anything like that. I think that's the issue I have with the Tiger King as I was watching was uh, I felt like I was feeling entertained by people's pain and I it really didn't feel good for me when I really thought about it after. Um, and that is why I super limit those kinds of things. It's just, it's hard. You know, it's really hard uh, to get, to be in a certain mind frame all the time and get pulled by things like that. It's, it's, I, I struggle with you with this stuff. It's, it's not easy, but I want you to think about what you're listening to. Are you listening to your kids bicker all day? Are you bickering all day? <laughs> Are you listening to parents or friends? Maybe I have a client who, you know, talks to her mom and gets guilt tripped by not calling her mom enough, not calling enough and, and not checking on them more and all that. Are you allowing your own voice inside your head to spout constant negativity or those, you know, doomsday reports? Is that happening? Be mindful of everything you're listening to, including yourself. So your brain is processing all this, even if you're not aware and think it's you know, just in the background, your brain, your it's all coming in. So you really want to be thoughtful about what you're listening to. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay. The, and I have four inputs I'm going to talk about. So number three is what are you putting in your mouth all day? And hopefully you went to a, a dirty place right there. That'd be good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you if you went to a dirty place. Uh, if not, <laughs> it's not actually not what I'm talking about completely. Um, but what are you eating is really and drinking or is mostly what I'm thinking about right here. It's a great time. This is a great time to try out some healthy new recipes or pull out the slow cooker or, you know, if you've got kids, it's a great opportunity to cook with them, to teach them some recipes. Uh, you might, if you're with your mom, you might cook, you know, side by side with your mom and finally figure out some family recipe you haven't been able to master. You know, so there's probably some ingredient she left off the list to make, so it would taste bad when you made it, but good when she makes it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure not on purpose. Uh, but do you know what I'm saying? Get into what this could be. Are you living on coffee or consuming a ton of sugar drinks? I know alcohol sales have gone way up. The All of this can, you know, for sure, coffee and sugar drinks can make you more anxious, so be aware. Same thing can happen from too much alcohol. So really think about what how much you're doing that. How And certainly don't be doing it any more than you would in your normal world. 
make sure you're eating when you're hungry, not out of boredom or anxiety. Be mindful about what comes into your system because so much it affects your mood and your thoughts. Okay, so so it's huge. All right. And the last input is who you touch. Now, <laughs> I mean this physically, but also me- uh, metaphorically. Who do you keep in touch with? Who are you connecting with on a daily or consistent basis? And does that interaction support you? So I want you to schedule time to be on the phone with friends. And we've all seen the virtual happy hours and, and uh, you know, board games being played online or charades and there's 12-step meetings. And I know there's been some um, hacking that's happened via Zoom, but, and I use Zoom, I haven't had that issue, uh, but I know that that's some of that stuff has been, I think they call it Zoom bombing has been happening, but, you know, either find another platform or uh, come back to this one in, you know, different ways, but really think about um, how you can connect to the people you love. And old school phone calls, pretty good too, just for the record. And with, it's super easy, I know on my iPhone to add people to a call. That's really simple. So that's really nice too. You don't have to see each other necessarily. Just hearing each other's voice is a wonderful thing. Um, and obviously Facebook, law, you know, or, or Facebook, you do it via Facebook and other things. You can, there's so many ways to, uh, and FaceTime, all of them to really connect with people. So make that happen and make appointments to do that. I know my, um, my, my bestie Rhonda in New York, we have an appointment later today to chat via phone because of the three hour time difference and all that. It just gets hard to sort of just pick up the phone and catch up. Um, we're often in different places in our day. So really, uh, think that through. And are you keeping healthy boundaries with friends and family members? Are you are you getting off a, a call or a Zoom or whatever? And are you feeling inspired, motivated, uh, comforted, connected, calm, happy? Are those your feelings? Think about how each interaction affects you and choose wisely. And then I'd like you to think about how you're connecting with yourself. I sort of mentioned it before. Are you stopping and just being? Is that happening at all? What's the soundtrack in your brain right now? Are you being kind, compassionate, and patient with yourself? And then, yeah, of course there's physical touch, right? So if you've got others in the house, you know, touch them. I know we're not supposed to touch our faces, but we can touch each other. Uh, (laughs) You know, make sure that you're making eye contact, getting some hugs in. And uh, believe it or not, when someone's there all the time, it can be very easy to forget to connect physically. And you can still, I've been, you know, I went on a date night with my man the other night, You inside, <laughs> just at home. You can go on a date night with your partner after the kids are asleep, do something special together to connect, reboot, you know, right there at home. There's, there's lots of stuff to do. I want you to think of all these inputs, all of them, what you touch, hear, see, smell, focus on, whatever, all of them as nourishment. And each morning before you start your day, identify how you're going to nourish yourself that day. And each night before you go to bed, do yourself a quick review. And if you had a good day, make a commitment to keep that going, keep that momentum up. And if you didn't do a great job with what you nourished yourself with, or maybe you didn't nourish at all, then get some sleep. And guess what? Tomorrow's another day. You'll get to it tomorrow. (laughs) We'll, We'll do it then. So that is number one. And number two, the second big thing to focus on is to stop 
catastrophizing. Oi, oi, gewalt. Oi, do I hear the catastrophizing? Now, so catastrophizing is basically a way uh, of thinking that we psychologists call a cognitive distortion. And if you catastrophize, you basically, what are you, you're thinking of a bad outcome and then you extrapolate that bad outcome to have an even worse outcome in the rest of your life. <laughs> so something you make some, you make a mountain out of a molehill kind of thing. Um, examples are things like, you know, you know me, the Jewish mother with my son, Max, and I'll say, oh, he's going to fail this math test and then he's never going to get going to get through high school and he'll be living in my basement the rest of his life and he's going to have a girl pregnant by, you know, when they're 18 and I don't want to be a grandmother and he's not going to, he's going to have dead end jobs. I, I, he's going to be living in a cardboard box under the bridge because then I'm going to have to kick him out. I mean, <laughs> I, I go all the way there, people, all the way there. So I get it, but that's catastrophizing. Uh, you might be thinking uh, something like, well, if, if my wife leaves me, I'll never find anyone else and I'll be alone and miserable the rest of my life, or if my partner leaves me. Or if I, if I say the wrong thing in this meeting, everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot and I'll never be able to get ahead in this job. Or, you know, or nobody's gonna want me on their team or everyone's gonna laugh behind my back and I'm never gonna be able to hold my head up at this company, something like that. You know, you go like all the way there. And when you catastrophize, you're basically, you're magnifying something and making a situation seem much worse, much more severe, more, you know, so dire than it actually is. You're jumping to the, you know, worst case scenario and you don't need to be there. Imagine the worst case possibility is actually an evolutionary trait and that's what's important to know about it and why we do it. Most animals don't have it, and that's why we're on top of the food chain. So planning ahead helped us survive when we weren't sure when our water supply would dry up or the buffalo would stop running or whatever, right? So we could plan ahead. Oh, it's going to be winter. We need to put away food for the winter. We need to be ready. But this ability has very little to do with current reality-based issues that you need to be solving today. It's nothing to do with it. I need you to recognize that this is outdated hard wiring. And, uh, and we'll end on this piece, but the way to really stop catastrophizing is you, you want to do the following. You want to acknowledge the thing, <laughs> acknowledge it. Pretending something isn't there, it's called denial. And we don't want to go there either. That's the sort of the other end of the spectrum. We don't need to be there either. So acknowledge what's happening, but keep it in the here and now. Don't go to the future. That's the anxiety, the future anxiety of what it could mean. That's what we do. We, we decide, I decide that my son failing a math test means all these things when I have no proof of that. That's not what's happening in this moment. Um, and also don't go to past regrets or depression about the fact that you are here now. Oh, I spent all this money. I'm in so much debt. I've ruined everything. I'll never get out of debt. It's the worst, da, 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 whatever place you're going because of something you did in the past. So you just, you got to be in the here and now, got to be in this moment <laughs> and stick to the facts of what's happening now. That is your job is to stick to the facts of what's happening right this minute. Not what could happen, not what might happen, what, uh, all that stop, or not what you did that you can't control because it's already done, you know, right now, in the moment, even if you were in deep debt, in the moment, are you eating? In the moment, are your bills paid? 
in the moment or, you know, do you have a safe place to live in the moment or even some of those things true, then you're all set, right? Just in the moment. Cause that's the only thing you have is right now. Then I want you to go to, it's, it's a little three-step process I have, which really can be only two steps, but I'll add a third in case you're having trouble. <laughs> so after you acknowledge it, just the thing right now, yes, uh, this this COVID-19 is going on. I am sheltering in place right this minute. Uh, you know, right this minute, you your parents are okay right this minute. Your, I don't know, kids are okay right this minute. Whatever's happening right this minute. Or even if you know someone's sick, right this minute, they're alive. They're, they're, they're working hard on their health. They're whatever, whatever's true right this minute. That's the only thing you could have. And then I want you to go to, well, ask yourself the question, what else could be true? Not what else is true. What else could be true? And I want you to think about what else could be true that in a positive direction. So it could be true that my son Max fails the math test, but then maybe I'll get him a tutor. So he'll pass the next test. Or maybe that'll finally wake him up that he needs to study more. Or maybe uh, he'll maybe he'll fail math, but <laughs> he'll take summer school if they have it. Uh, if not, maybe he'll end up not graduating on time and he'll make it up then. I, any of these things could happen. It's But none of them has him living in a cardboard box under a bridge. And that's the thing. I'm not going all the way there. I'm not going all the way to that thing. Uh, talking in a meeting. Yeah, maybe I'm going to say this thing and people will will snigger a little. They'll be like, oh my gosh, they'll roll their eyes. I don't know. It doesn't mean nobody respects me. It doesn't mean nobody's going to like my ideas. It doesn't mean I'm never going to get ahead in this company. It doesn't mean I'm going to get fired. It doesn't mean anything. It means some people are jerks and doing their thing or that they don't agree with me. They might not even be jerks. Maybe they just don't agree with me. That's going to happen no matter what you say. Right now, people listening to this podcast and thinking, uh, uh, you know, that they don't like something I'm saying in whatever I've said today. There's no way of the thousands of people who listen to this podcast every month that every single person listening is going, oh my God, Abby's the best. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I think it should, but <laughs> but there's no way that that happens. And I just need to say my truth and kind of move on from there. The things that I believe I know or think are true. And that's all I do. And then I move on. And yeah, some people don't like my stuff and some people don't like what I have to say. And I move on because that's all I can do with that. So it doesn't mean, oh my God, the podcast, you know, that one person who doesn't like me is going to tell all their friends and everyone's going to hate it. And they're going to write all these bad reviews and then all, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it really doesn't. And, and, uh, and, and if it did, let's say it meant that they, people started to hate it or whatever, wouldn't I do something about that? Wouldn't I ask the people that do like it, who listen like, Hey, I got some hater out there who's spreading some bad juju around me. Could you please help? And I know that literally, I think thousands of you would step forward and go, okay, how can I help? I like this podcast. I don't want it to go away. What can I do? You just, you know, again, jumping all the way never, ever serves us. So, so let's say you're, you know, you acknowledge the thing and what else could be true and you're still uh, struggling. I like the um, tip about naming it. So if certain thoughts persist, if a certain negative voice persists, 
give it a name. And I talked about this in the, I think it's in the How to Stop Negative Thinking um, podcast. I'm pretty sure I spoke about it there or in one of the other ones I've done not that long ago. And when you name it, so instead, like in your head, you might go, oh, there's Mr. World is Ending showing up again. Or, you know, there's the diva. Oh, oh yeah, the crazy diva's back. Or uh, I think I shared with you that I th- that Brene Brown calls hers the gremlin. And Brene Brown, if you're listening and you don't call it the gremlin, write in, let me know. Um, but I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. But regardless, you know, there's like a name that we give things. And when we give things a name, it takes away a lot of their power. But the other thing I like about it is to think of that as like an alter ego. It's your you know, dark side or shadow side talking. But I don't want you to go, oh, you know, there, you know, there's Mr. World is ending and I hate him and that's the worst and blah, blah, blah. I don't want that. Instead, I want you thinking, talking to that alter ego uh, in a way that's, uh, you know, again, a little dismissive, like really? You gotta be kidding me. Um, but to talk to them, you know, and calm them. Like, now, now, you don't, Mr. World is ending. You don't have any proof of that. Let's not go down that road. Let's talk about what else could be true. Let, do you see, you know, this, uh, that this is just a bump in the road. We're going to get through it. No worries. You know, there's a way to sort of name it and talk to that voice to calm it. Uh, and so there you go. So that's my three steps to stop catastrophizing. You acknowledge the thing, you say, what else could be true? And if those, you know, if you keep coming back, then give it a name and talk it down. (laughs) That's the other thing. So I'm going to round up today by just saying that what I think something I've said before, which is that things can be upsetting, but it doesn't mean you have to be upset. So things are upsetting out there. There's no toys about it, but it does not mean you have to be upset. We get upset because of the, the definitions, the places we go with things, what we believe it means, how we define what it means. And we get upset because of our expectations about something and our perceptions. And none of those things are true. None of those things are facts. So always coming back to the here and now is the place to be. It's the safest place there is because in the here and now, you're generally doing okay at the very least and usually pretty good. And there you go. So that are those, that is, those are my top main two ways to stay sane when the world is going crazy. Uh, If you uh, haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, you can do that anywhere that you're listening. And I'd love for you to subscribe. It's great. Uh, You'll also get notified when new um, editions come out, which is every week. And we're getting close to episode 100. I know. I know I'm closing in on season two here and I would love, love to hear any suggestions you have on what I could do in the hundredth episode. I haven't uh, recorded it yet. I'll be recording it soon, but if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear, what would be great, some sort of whatever on the hundredth episode, I'd love to know. And you can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. You know, I read them. If you've written, you know, I write back. So I love hearing from you. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Please stay safe, stay sane, wash those hands, and I'll be with you real soon. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Hold up. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.